Time to get paid, time to get paid, time to get paid, time to get paid. It's a good day, it's a good day, it's a good day. Every single way, every single way, every single way, every single way. It's a good day, it's a good day, it's a good day. This is the Hot Topics of the Week. Woo! That shit hot. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Good Day Podcast. This is your boy Zen Folk, who's with me. Chief in the building. Like he never left. Like I never left. What's good, Sensei? Ain't nothing much, man. You know, it's another, another beautiful day. Want to tell you why it's a beautiful day? Why? Cause another day to represent the 305. The trail five. Trail five. Five five five. Anyway. But before we continue, we have people born on today. We're not gonna disrespect that. We gotta honor it. Mm, yesterday facts. yesterday was whose birthday? I think Richmond was telling me. Whose birthday was it yesterday? Black Sam. Black Sam. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Black Sam. Happy birthday. That's Nipsey Hustle's brother. Also business partner. Also brother. Um, been a big part of Nipsey's life. You know, strong-minded person. And one of the few people I heard, like, Big, you said uh, this was to take Nipsey or something like that. You know, for, you know, just some, on some gang shit. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, he violated or whatever. At least have a conversation with him or whatever. And Black Sam said, hell no. <laughs> and then that's when they said that rumored fight and, you know, say scuff. Well, you know, big you. Come on. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a lot to take, though. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. mean, that, that's what he was known for, that they had a chance. But, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, so, shout out to Black Sam. Also, tomorrow's birthday is... I forgot what it was. I know Shaq's birthday is tomorrow, but somebody else. Yeah, I don't remember who it is. But anyway, somebody else's birthday is tomorrow. Someone real special. We'll, we'll get it once Rich Boy gets back. But if you were born today, there's a, re- a restless quality to you that is unmistakable. And with this can lead you to you share of or to your share of adventures, but it can also get you into trouble at times. You easily feel stifled and bored by routine. So that is essential that you choose a life path that allows you the freedom to grow and learn. You know what I'm saying? So that's the type of person. Cool. Sounds like an artistic person. Like you know what I'm saying? Somebody who doesn't follow the, the norm. Mm-hmm. That's what's up? But don't all Zodiac like you know when they talk about Zodiac they kind of generally have a lot of the similarities it's never like oh you're a terrible person you gotta nah they just they just sauce it up all the time they be like you know what you're adventurous so that's why you're risky nah, they, they just take your good and bad qualities in that and they just say it in a nice way you know what I'm saying they want overly you're overly ambitious yep. aka this nigga don't quit <laughs> <laughs> stop dude <laughs> doing too much <laughs> that's it that's the translation uh, Eva Mendez is born today you know what I'm saying shout out to mm. Eva Mendez shout out to her being so, so fine you know hey, what I mean hey shout out to Eva Mendez training day man the original version if you know you know hey man Eva Mendez got clout man I can't lie man that was some crazy stuff that just happened but anyway with us right now Rich Bow. what's good Rich Bow? chilling 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 man YouTube channels back up. We was talking about 305 Day. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we were talking about, you know, Eva Mendez being born today. We were talking about Pisces. 
Uh, is there anyone else you want to add? I know we already added Black Sam. So how do you? Oh damn, that's so, all I wanted to say. I just wanted to talk about Nip. You know, RP Nip. And it's all- yeah, I definitely was gonna say that about you know Nip. I just wanted to say something about Nipsey, but that was it. You already said it. I already said it. So man, who's born tomorrow? Tyler the Creator. Tyler though. the Creator, bang! You see, wow. Shout out to Tyler Creator being born tomorrow. Pisces. You know what I'm saying? Pisces. All right. So next up, I want to ask you guys, my fellow co-hosts, how is it growing up in the 305? You know what I'm saying? Today's 305 day, of course. So you know what I'm saying? We got to give the listeners a little viewpoint. You know what I'm saying? A little viewpoint into our world. How is it growing up in Miami, the 305? The, like that, pretty much the island state. Damn near. And, it, and you know what? And on top of that, Miami should be its own state. I said it. Fact. Big fact. I said it. I said it. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it. So anyway, how was it growing up in Miami? My point of view for Miami, I love it. It's like a city. Like, I got a love-hate relationship with Miami. It's like, when I left, it was like a fresh breath of air. But it's like, I missed it at the same time. It's like, Miami's Miami. If it's like, if you're not from here, you won't understand. But point blank, how it was growing up in Miami, I feel like if you don't have a tough skin, you wouldn't make it. You have to have a tough skin down here. Uh-huh. Cause like, just see like, niggas is ranking on you with anything. You feel me? Where you from, you a bow. Just like, we, we, we slimy over here. And even, we got something for the Americans. People born here, Yankees. It's like, we, we diss growing up because of culture differences and stuff. Uh-huh. That's true. Like, it, was just, it, was, it wasn't easy, you feel me? And like, I remember uh, when I went to Job Corps uh-huh. in 2009, I remember, there, you know, Job Corps was like niggas from different states, different cities and stuff. And I met a couple people from Tampa. I met a nigga from Tampa. And he was like, yo, we don't got that gang stuff in, in, in Tampa. Like, I know. This Miami is his own country. Yeah, it is, dog. So, you, if you want, like, he felt offended when people called him a Yank. Yeah, a lot of people do. <laughs> yeah, people be like, I'm American. I said, oh, so you're a Yank. And they be like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, I was like, <laughs> but you know, if you're from Miami, that's not, it's fucked up, ain't it? Because yeah, from Miami, if you're from yeah, it's like, uh, it's a label. You know what I'm saying? If you're American, that's what they call you. That's just what they call you, period. You know, yeah. Nobody get offended. Not like saying something bad about Yank. It's just you a Yank. You a Yank. You a Yank. That's it. Yeah, that's it. No disrespect. This is exactly what we. Yeah, you feel me? We called y'all. Yeah, yeah. I called this Zoes. Yeah, Zoes. You know how people call people Zoes as well. Yeah, it's like that. It was, it's pretty much the equivalent to that to American. American. But people yeah. are like, what are you saying here? They be like, what you mean? <laughs> you call it Jamaican a dread. It's just. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like that's just how we grew up. I just say, if you don't have a tough skin, you wouldn't make it down here, but I love you. Mm-hmm. And I hate it at the same time. <laughs> true, true. Uh, what about you, Chief? Uh, I agree with Rich. It is a love-hate because Miami has so, many, has so many good qualities, but at the same time, it has certain things like violence and shit that you just can't escape. But then again, the best cities in America have both of those, you feel me? So, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, so my my definition of Miami is is food, dog. Like anything mm. you want to eat in Miami, you 
you can find, you feel me? And I think that's the same thing about the people. Like, we're very diverse here, you feel me? Like, we're pretty accepting considering, you feel me? And the thing is, most Miami people go off a of vibe. And the vibe right, I met some great people, but I can't tell you how I met them. Cause like, we were just vibing, you feel me? Yeah, that's and it. That, that, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> a neutral party, oh, that's my dog. That's my dog too. Hey, yo, mm-hmm. yo. That's it. That's, that's it. how relationships start in Miami. <laughs> that's it. You know what I'm saying? That's I, it. You just, you just gotta love the city, man. Cause it got so much culture. Cause you mix so much cultures into one, where even the Yanks get like influenced by the Islanders. The Islanders get influenced, influenced yeah, by the Yanks. Food, food together. Food all all together. together. Mm-hmm. Yanks make the best fried chicken. Fryer ass fried chicken. Yeah, yeah, like no. the basic stuff. Yeah, soul food. The soul food. Yeah, like the soul food and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got like the Spanish mommies, the Haitian mommies. Yeah, you got you can't say nothing about the pastelitos and shit. Like you know, if you know, you know, dog. That's it. That's what it is in Miami. But the thing I like about Miami is that you know the mixed cultures and everything like that. The food, just like you said. But the things I didn't like is it's live. I tell people all the time. Like people in Miami know the term live, and live could mean a lot of things in Miami. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's really live in Miami. Like, something's always happening. It's like, you know, when I left Miami, I was like, wow. Like, something doesn't have to happen every week. Like, every week in Miami, since I, you know, since I've touched ground in Miami, all something always happens. Something is always happening, dog. Like, something, you hear something, something's happened every week. It's something, you never have a week where it's like nothing happens. Like, just nothing happens. No drama, no nothing. Now, every week is something else, something else, something else. You know what I'm saying? A lot of crime, but you know where to go. You know where not to go. Uh, that's what I like about Miami, man. If you know, you know. But you feel so comfortable when you're from there. You feel so comfortable being there. It's no place like home. I can't lie. There's no place like home. So shout out to Miami Dade County, 305 Day, all day, every day. I ain't gonna add, like, I thought y'all was gonna say something with it, man. Like, oh, man. No, it would have been perfect if my co, like, you know what I'm saying? If y'all, I mean, you know, y'all born Miami. Y'all actually born here, you know what I'm saying? Y'all actually born here, dog. Sometimes you gotta let it breathe so it can be live, you feel me? You can't just always jump in. Okay, that's true, that's true. You're right. All right, so who's gonna start off the top, you know what I'm saying? Who's the first one? I was coming to America. Okay, I never, mm-hmm. I didn't see this movie yet, guys. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Chief, Chief pressed me on it. You know what I'm saying? He kind of G-checked me. I said, to <laughs> one person. <laughs> My dog G-checked me. It's like, it's like a text message, dog. You never know what the tone gonna be. When you My dog says that's your cornbread. That nigga, I was like, damn, all right, dog. I didn't do it. My bad. Nah, but I, I get it. But uh, yeah, coming to America, guys. Uh, your personal opinions. Uh, uh, the questions I have as a person who hasn't seen it yet is. Uh, what did you? How do you feel about it? Rich said, "Don't judge it by the first one, but we have to compare to the first one." What would you say? And give me your thoughts. Uh, let's start off with you, uh, Rich. Let's start with Rich. All right, all right, let's get it. Um, I liked it once again. I tweeted. I'm a big Twitter person. I tweeted. I like coming to America too. I liked it, but I ain't love it. Mm, you feel me? And I'm, I'm gonna tell you the ratings I gave part one. And, and I'm gonna tell you the reasons I gave part two, and you could judge from that. Part one, classic, 10, 10 off rip, 10 off rip. Part two, I like it, but I didn't love it once again. I give it, I give it 6.5. Okay, okay, and that's out of 10, right? 
Yeah, that's out of 10. My fault. This is These, these are numbers out of 10. Uh-huh. You feel me? Yeah, 6.5. You feel me? So what? I, I, I what? Okay. Just, story. just so the so listeners know. Oh my fault. I know you're gonna talk about what you like. So just uh, if you can mention what you like and dislike. Hmm. Hmm. I feel like they were trying to be a little too funny. I feel. Like, I feel like the first one was just natural. Uh-huh. This was kind of forced a little bit. That's the only thing I, I felt. But I, I once again I liked it. I'm gonna watch it again. It did have replay value. You feel me? It did have replay value. Like I watched Borat, the new Borat. They came out sometime this like earlier. Like I don't remember when it came out. 2020 or this year. But once again, I only seen Borat the first, the, the new one when he once. I thought I was gonna watch that again and again. Nah, it didn't have replay value to me like that. Under to America 2, I'm gonna watch it again. It got replay value. Okay, okay, what about you, Chief? Um, as far as me, the things I liked about the movie was it's, it's a beautiful movie, and if you're a person of color, it makes you feel good. Off rip. Like, obviously, you can't compare the, the intro or the beginning of the first one to this one, because I'm looking at it through a different lens. I'm a lot older, you feel me? So it's, I'm going to be biased. There's, there's no way around that. Yeah, you know? facts, facts. That, that being said, I like how... Um, everything is animated it feels like a different world but it doesn't feel far-fetched it's kind of like black panther where everything because you know in the movie obviously when it starts off you're in um zamunda and everybody's um black you feel me and uh, everybody's dancing everything is lively you feel me like we're naturally lively you feel me it's just something we can't help that being said um some things that i don't like about the movie is it wasn't funny dog real shit I'm watching the movie, I'm like, yo, if this was a, like a slice of life movie or like an action film, it would have been perfect. But because it's supposed to be a comedy, it's just not hitting. Now. Everything was dry. It felt like there was no oxygen in the room. You feel me? Yeah, not enough seasoning. Murphy, even Eddie Murphy looked like he was trying hard. So I do agree with Rich on that. Like everybody was kind of overacting in a way. You feel me? Like yeah. they, were, they were trying to sell that. Yeah. But the world, the world does feel natural. I will give them that. But everybody was overacting. Everybody was trying to be funny. I was in my line. Oh, okay, it's time for me to go. Versus, you know, in the first one, you had somebody like Samuel L. Jackson just robbing the place. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like random stuff that make made it feel more natural. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So I, uh, I do agree with Richard on that. Um, the thing that really hurt this movie was it's PG-13, bro. It should have been rated R. Yeah. So, um, first yeah. one was rated R. The, the one yeah. um, it wasn't even that much nudity. It was just a lot of brief nudity. But, you know, because it, it feels like a kingdom. Kingdoms, they don't see things the way we see things here in America. You feel me? And that's what sold it more in the, in the first movie where everybody looked like they were more free and they were more free thinking because everybody was the same versus coming to America where everybody just has to match together. So uh, I think having it PG-13 didn't really help it that much. But I understand what they're trying to do. They're trying to make it... A new home alone they're trying to make it so everybody can see it and um you know i mean you can't watch movies with your kids and you know we're all this nudity nowadays you feel me back in the days that's that's just what it was for us you feel me so um there's a lot of good but hey overall it just wasn't funny i will say mvp <laughs> of the movie wesley snipes killed it as i expected damn you know how much murdered. i love wesley snipes murdered like wesley murdered every time you know he came funny? in 
every time he came Rich, don't spoil it for me, dog. Don't say something to spoil it. Rich, he about to leave, and one thing y'all didn't do so far is spoil it for me. Rich, don't say something to spoil this, please. All, all I can say is, on a light note, I, how, how John feel about it, about Wesley Park, I feel different. That's the only thing I'm going to leave it on. Wow. No, nah, dog. Like, Wesley, on the, like, he's he's one of my favorite actors. I don't even think I told people that. But, yeah, Wesley Snipes is one of my favorite actors ever. Period. Uh, how do you feel? Like, what did you feel that Wesley Snipes like? And I want to know. Now I got to know. I'm sorry. You can't let that go. How, what, Every time Wesley was in the room, everything felt like alive again. There is a lot of dead parts in this movie. You know, I don't want to give too much away, but there's a lot of lows. You know how every movie has highs and lows, obviously. The lows are really low, though, and it feels a little cliche. Like, you can pre- you're can, you going to predict this movie off the rip. You feel me? Like, oh, I'll see what's going to happen here. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But they, they kind of made that a point because it's supposed to be a family film. But Wesley, when he comes in, he's unpredictable. You don't know what he's gonna do. You feel me? At he has a he has a gag in the movie that's hilarious. <laughs> like he has a whole army with him and, and stuff. But I don't. I'm not gonna spoil it for you. But when you see it, you're gonna you're gonna see why I feel this way. Or you might agree with Rich and you feel like he he wasn't doing it. But I think he he did what he was supposed to do in that movie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a great review so far. What you have to say about that, Rich? Uh, you said you didn't like Wesley. And what you felt about his parts? His parts wasn't funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who did you find? Like, who, who was your favorite character? Who yeah. did you think um, stood out in the movie? Who I thought stood out? Because you liked the movie, so it has to be somebody. like, Or at least a couple people. The son. The son. I agree with that. They had like three, four people that really did well. The son and his mom as well. She, she. Yeah, 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 really yeah. Especially she, she, she boosted, she boosted us from the first part, the first movie. Like the first movie, she had a scene, a couple scenes, but she wasn't a factor. But this one, she's a factor. So the son, the son definitely helped out. You feel me? The yeah, I, I agree. I think the son really did a good job. Like, I don't know if he studied Eddie Murphy, but his, the way he smiled is very similar to how Eddie Murphy smiled in Coming to America. Like, he made yeah. it a point to, to, to yeah. copy and emulate that. So I, I, I saw the little cues that he was doing to try to make him look more like his son. Yeah. Overall, it was a good movie. I would give it a seven, solid seven, oh. just because they're, they're, it's a family film. If I wasn't judging it off of... Um, you know, the first one. A comedy, you know, off the first one, it would be like four. Straight up. Oh, damn. Because wow. with the first one, there was no lows with the first one. Facts. There was no facts, lows. Facts, facts. Like, this one, you feel it. I was feeling it. I'm like, oh, man, this is kind of trash right now. <laughs> like, you telling me, like, the lows, you feel like there's a lot of lows. I'm shocked you gave it that. I don't say seven's high, high, but it's, it's pretty high. Did you say four? I, I said if I were comp- if I were comparing it to the first one, I would give it like a four. But because I know the the angle they were trying to do, they were trying to do like a Home Alone, a modern uh-huh. day Home Alone. Uh-huh. I, I'm judging it through that lens. You feel me? Where you can uh, watch anybody. Okay. I'm not gonna lie. I was expecting you to be a little bit more harsh. <laughs> nah, nah. Because you, you understand every film is different. You know what I mean? And you have to understand the, the purpose of the film, and then it'll be easier for you to judge what they were trying to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Okay, okay. But that's just the way I, I rate it. You know, Sensei might might give us um his um angle. Maybe next podcast if he decides to if yeah. he has time to watch. The movie. Yeah, I'm gonna watch that shit. I'm gonna watch this now. Yeah, I, I, for, I forgot. You know, I forgot Eddie, uh, Wesley Snipes was in it. So now, like, I, I listen. I'm gonna press the red button on the podcast. I'm like, all right, well, thank you guys for listening. Shout out to uh, Brianna, Brianna Taylor too. Shout out to her. All right, she, she did her thing. All right. Uh, next up, before we uh, continue on with the other topics, uh, 2021 resolutions. How's yours going, guys? Mine's all over the place, man. I, I didn't really get to start on what I wanted to start this month, so it's not it's not going to as planned, honestly. With the little uh, the the Daniel diet. I'm about to say I forgot the Daniel diet. <laughs> oh shit! Trip. You actually did it? No. Oh okay. That's what I'm saying. I didn't start it because I got a lot of stuff going on right now. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly, exactly. Moving and just everything's just I'm just everywhere. That's real. So, That's depressing, man. Hey, Chief, your turn, man. Well, I have been doing the diet. <laughs> nah, I started doing the diet like in the beginning of the point. So, I don't know why you put me right after Rich. Like he set you up, Rich. <laughs> nah, I've been doing the diet and I I, I do feel the difference. Um, What's up, man? Like you feel more energetic in the morning, and times where you, you kind of need that energy, you feel it right away. So I do feel like I have more reserve energy. I feel like I don't need to eat as much, which is uh, surprised me the most because I, I would think you know I would have more cravings. But um, I guess if you, I've been doing smoothies and fruits, so it's it's filling in the gaps where I would feel you know the the hunger pains. I guess you can call it. Um, as far as the the, neck, the the cons of it, um, if I was like a bodybuilder, I, I don't know how you would be able to do this. You feel me? Like you do feel like I feel my a, a difference in um, how do I say this? You can't replace like the protein you get from salmon or certain certain things. You feel yeah. me? At the end of the day, I'm carnivore and it's just my natural. Like I've been eating, I've been eating that for a minute. You feel me? So for to take it away from my body, my body was like, yo. Uh, Where's that, dog? Like, yo, yeah, you've been you a couple, it's been a couple days, you feel me? I let it slide. You a big man, you feel me? But, uh, you feel me? If you want to keep picking this shit up, no problem. You, you better uh, give me some protein, bro. So, um, right now, I'm working on trying to find something that's going to supplement that because that's my biggest con, you know, when I'm going to exercise. Woo! I'm hungry as hell. And I ain't trying to eat no fucking banana, you feel me? I'm trying yeah. to eat yeah. <laughs> 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 some meat. <laughs> You feel me? So, uh, but overall, I would say it's a good diet. I, I don't recommend it for everybody because it's gonna shock your body, dog. You're gonna feel like, yo, mm-hmm. stop doing this shit. Yeah, please. <laughs> you feel me? Please. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But uh, if if you feel like you can handle it, you will feel the results a lot faster than you, than you would think. I already see myself losing weight. I haven't really weighed myself, but um, maybe the end of the week, maybe like Monday, I'll weigh myself and see where I'm at. But uh. Yeah, I, I would recommend it if you can handle it. If not, then, you know, maybe do it a couple of days a week and then, you know, alternate just to give your body a rest from all that all that junk food you eat throughout the week. Exactly. Um, sensei, how's your resolution going? It's cool. <laughs> I mean, like I said, I didn't necessarily do the same exact uh, Daniel diet. Remember, I said I'm going to do it. I'm going to alter my because I'm going to have to eat something during the week. 
don't say because the way what I'm trying to do things. Uh, but as far as like, you know, I literally zero down on not yesterday night, though. But I zeroed down on just eating one meal a day. And then there was a couple days of the week where I just fast completely throughout the whole day. Like I, I didn't eat for 24 hours. And I did that two times this week. You know what I'm saying? So I'll, I'll eat a meal. And I was like, I'm not, I'm just like you. I, I don't feel less hungry. And I said, if I could just go through, get my smoothie, you know, just, um, you can uh, just mix it up. I have my banana, peanut butter, strawberry smoothie with some vegan protein powder. And then I'll feel good for the rest. Like I'll be, I, I, I could drink that probably four times but i'll say like two or three times throughout the day and then i'm good for the rest of the day like i wasn't really going crazy or anything like right. that but like i said last night i had a random ass craving and i just felt like my body was just telling me like now like hurry up and it was urgent nah, you just you convinced yourself that's what it was now nah, you've been good dog what you mean dog just go go ahead and go get some food man. no 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 on, all right I, i've been there you? no i've been there and done that like you know what I'm i've been there and done that but with my uh, well yesterday right well just yesterday because I was just like man I gotta go to work and all this stuff and I'm just like all right all right then I ate you know say I did eat what what I ate I ate like grapes and a couple crackers and I was just like it wasn't like my bad food like I wanted to eat you feel me but I'm like mm-hmm. if I'm gonna do something bad or I'm gonna push it somewhere at least let me alter it so I I could kind of like you know balance it off so i'm like all right if i eat something let me not eat something too crazy or too bad or you know say don't hit up them freaking mozzarella sticks and like things like that so so i'll, I'll be like you know say i'll be like let me hit a, let me get these grapes i'll just eat a couple you know what I'm saying and then i was i was i have my celery not my celery my beet juice it's disgusting mm. it tastes like dirt guys <laughs> uh, yeah it does yeah it's good for you though it's really good for your liver and it's good for your blood as well uh, but I was drinking some beet juice, you know what I'm saying? And then, like I said, I feel like kind of halfway full or just full enough where I could be like, I'll go to sleep and maybe tomorrow, I'll, you know say tomorrow morning, I'll be good. You know what I'm saying? Until tomorrow morning or whatever the case is. So, I, like I said, if I knew, like, you know, it kind of offset when I didn't eat 24 hours and I'm going to work, you know what I'm saying? Rather than my days off when I, I, didn't eat, I eat something, it's like, you know, it kind of kind of tether off a little bit but i mean pretty much here uh here and there i pretty much made an improvement from the week before and the week before that uh and from the beginning of the year and, and like i said i'm seeing the results I, i've been losing i lost some weight i've been actually working out during this situation as well like i've been working out and that's why i wanted to eat because i was like you know what i ain't trying to be dehydrated because i've been dehydrated before and i ain't trying to be like you know malnourished because you know one point in my life actually one time where i was actually malnourished a little bit and I was trying to do this shit, and I was just like, let me chill, like, let me vibe, like, you know what I'm saying, so I, I'm not trying to get to that point, you feel me, but I was like, it's perfect right now, like, you know, it, and I'm not going by hunger, I'm just going by how good, like, you know, it, you know, I'll be like, alright, I'll eat this, I'll eat this, but I don't eat nothing too crazy, like, I was eating, like, salmon and salad, and then I chilled, and I, I was like, I don't need to eat, and I said, I'll drink a smoothie, that smoothie or i'll drink my beet juice or my celery juice i had like some celery out green apple ginger i was like let me drink that uh, a good big cup of it and then i'll get a little full and i'm not gonna want to eat so i've been doing that and that, that's been helping a lot you know what I'm saying and i kind of like that and i feel like my pattern from this point on will be like I, you know i always ate one big meal and then wait you know what I'm saying but you know if i feel the urge to eat i'll just make myself a, 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 a smoothie like you know and that's based off the idea like the daniel diet just make myself a, a vegetable a vegetable or a banana smoothie or something like that just drink it and that'll be better than me like tearing up a meal and making my body work a little harder and process it so i just want to eat one meal 
you know what I'm saying? I'm going to aim for one meal. And if I could go two days without eating one big meal, but maybe one huge meal, and then two days and let me fast, I'll do that too. But uh, I'm kind of listening to my body more, and, you know what I'm saying, it, it's telling me that. That's what it's kind of telling me. It's like, all right, just, you know, eat your big meal. But at the same time, you just make sure you got the nutrients. And that's what the juicing does as well. It gives you the nutrients without your body working as hard. You feel me? So I, the juice has been helping and the smoothie's been helping. If you want to feel a little bit more full, guys, always drink the smoothie. You know what I'm saying? If you want to feel like, you know, you just want the nutrients, but you want to lose the weight. Uh, I'm not really focused on losing weight, but I am losing it. Uh, just drink your, you know, the juice, the apple. The I use apple, kale, celery, and I use a whole bunch of plants. And I just fill it up with the rest with, and say if it's like halfway full with my gallon bottle, right? I'll fill the rest up with like my purified water or whatever. And then I'll just drink that. And it'll just keep me full. And guess what? I'm getting all the nutrients I need at the same time while being hydrated and everything. So there's a lot of benefits. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So there's some way you get satisfied with that. You feel me? Because everybody just needs nutrients. You might be a little hungry and you just need nutrients. You just drink that and you be like, all right, it's satisfied now. But say if you drink it and you pipe in, you're like, dog, your body probably telling you something. Like, dog, I need something or else I go go. This shit go go left. Mm -hmm. You be like, all right, dog. You know what I'm saying? Just don't go crazy. You feel me? Stay, stay good. You know what I'm saying? Commit to like, you know, if you if you're trying to lose weight, don't try to eat too much carbs. You know, I ain't gonna tell you what to do. I'm gonna say if you go ham, just like you know, do a decent amount. Like you know, cut it and then eat it. You know what I'm saying? Then don't make it a habit. Like I'm not making. Yeah, I would, anything I would say, I would say, uh, make a schedule. You feel me? Even if you have a bad diet, make a schedule of your meals. I think yeah. we brought this up in the past. Like when you, you know, you're when you're when you know when it's time to eat train your body to eat at that time you feel me which is important because most people eat at random times and that's what makes you overeat but if you have a structure think about a baby a baby eats at certain times you know our pets they eat at certain times if you put yourself on a schedule like you're doing you feel me you your body knows when the food is coming but it comes with time you know exactly man all right so we on par man we doing the thing on 2021 next topic yeah. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> oh man, I took Bobby home, man. Bobby, my fellow Leo, Bobby Smurda. You feel me? We talked a little bit about this in the last podcast, uh, but uh, how do you feel about Bobby being home, being free? I'm happy, happy, dog. He's um, he, I'm happy. I just hope he could, you know, leave off where he left off. Cause he, he 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 was he was making hits before he got locked up. You feel me? Hot niggas still a, a hit. And another hit that I, I feel like people don't talk about from Bobby Smurda a lot. Bobby bitch. I lo- I love that song. Yeah, a lot Bobby, of people talk about that. You feel me? I, I, I love that song, dog. It just it just gives me a vibe, dog. Oh, and guess what? Another thing, fun fact. Bobby Smurda is actually originally from Miami. So, you know, it's Miami. Oh, <laughs> New York ain't gonna like that, son. <laughs> <laughs> they just got him back, Rich. <laughs> they just got him back. Don't take him from him. Don't do it. Don't do it to him. Don't do it to him. Oh, sorry, man. I, 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 he was born in Miami. You said, ah, ah, He was born in Miami Hospital, man. I'm sorry. You feel me? You know, he, he, you feel me? We, we, we know he's New York. We know he's New York, but his roots is originally from down here. 
Oh yeah, you said uh, you know all the people from New York used to always talk about how much they hate Miami. Exactly. They still be coming down here, sitting in this beautiful. You want hate Florida? I hate Florida. <laughs> <laughs> go back to that cold, nigga. <laughs> go go back to that rent. I mean, it's the same thing actually. Ooh. It's it's the same shit. I mean, New York is way no, more expensive. No, it's not. Hey, y'all was just about to say that, kid, boy. They ring about four stacks a month. <laughs> Hell nah. But they get paid more. You, you gotta pay more. Like. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta make a sacrifice before you go there, dog. That's funny. Uh, like, I feel like everybody that lives in New York, y'all need to just move to Africa. For real. Gambia, specifically. Because, you know, build up Gambia first, and then, you know, build up every, every part of Africa. Go play the game, be up first. Okay. Put y'all this shit right now. He letting y'all know. He letting y'all know what it is. How about you, Chief? How you feel about Bobby Shmurda? Uh, and what does it mean to New York that Bobby Shmurda is back? <laughs> necessary. You know, just because he's loyal, you know what I mean? That's something you can't really find nowadays. Like, some of these dudes would have snitched. Straight up. He did his time, came out, and he's being embraced by the, the people who live that life or who portray that life in rap, which is good because people only see the like the other side. They don't see, like, I'm glad people get to see this. Like, some of these dudes are just homeboys, and they don't even realize that shit. Like, we don't know how many people wanted Bobby out because we don't know who Bobby knows. That's what's funny about the rap game, you feel me? And you don't see that until a dude gets out of the situation. You know, like he was in a bad situation, but he held his, held his ground and now he's out getting embraced. So yeah, I mean, for, as far as for New York, it, it could mean a new resurgence, you feel me? Cause they don't have enough artists. New York used to be the hub. Like, yo, when you, when you said, oh, I'm a New York artist, like you already you got a, a little bit of clout, you feel me? Cause that's- Yeah, you already have a point. Hip hop. Yeah, you feel me? Nowadays, it don't, it don't hold much weight. Honestly, a nah. Chicago, artist has more weight than a, than a New York artist, if I'm being real, you know what I mean? So maybe it, they'll, they'll shift the, the levy a little bit and have everybody talking about New York the way they used to. It's definitely not the same. Same uh, Pretty much, I want to tie this in with what you said as far as, you know, New York being the epicenter of hip hop and also bringing in the Biggie documentary that we saw another Brooklyn native and watching his documentary and then you know i think diddy was talking about he's like yo we're the epicenter but the west coast took it and took it to other heights and way bigger levels you know what i'm saying because they actually had like their theme they had storylines they had movies coming out and then there wasn't a, a, a lot of movies in new york that was like that as well you feel me so mm-hmm. that was pretty dope uh as far as when puffy made that statement because i was just like damn i never i never noticed that like as far as that but Bobby Schmurder coming in here. Uh, we'll just see. I'm just interested in hearing his first song that comes out. Of course, I'm happy that he's home, of course, with him at Rowdy Rebel. Shout out to Rowdy Rebel as well. He has a good song out as well. Um, but yeah, I can't wait to hear the new music. And I like the people that he's working with, a lot of people working with him. Not to mention DMX is rumored to be coming out with an album as well. So New York, keep doing your work. Y'all can't go wrong when y'all keep doing your work because you have a lot of supporters and a lot of New Yorkers who do want y'all to win so bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. they're willing, you're you willing to get all those views, dog. They might be on some Chicago with the views, dog. They're, they're waiting to just crown that person in New York. You feel me? But look what, who y'all had to work with, man. Like after 6ix9ine, 6ix9ine knocked y'all down a couple levels. I can't much lie to you. Ooh, they in the basement right now. Yeah, dog. That's nuts, dog. Y'all had Joey <laughs> Badass. You know what I'm saying? Y'all had some, y'all had some tight people. But damn, then you have it. Yeah. 
that shit crazy. That hopefully that get fixed. But yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, that's how I feel about Bobby Schmurder. And you know, it's big for New York. But I just can't wait to hear the music he's coming out with. I, I heard he was working with some big names. I forgot the names now. Did y'all hear any rumors about who else he might be working with on this album? I know. Oh, my fault. Quavo. I know he got Quavo. Quavo. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's, that's what I was about to say. Which pretty much includes a lot of people. Probably, I can see him making songs with 21. I can see him making songs with YB and Namir. I can see him, you know. Nah, he he working with some big ass artists, though. Yeah, he got he's in a good spot right now. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if he said we call it Kanye, but he did. He doing some big artists, though. Some big artists. I remember I was reading the article. I was like, "What? I didn't even know he knew that." <laughs> I was like, "What?" But hey, get your money, dog. You gotta do what you gotta do. And you know, also the release of Kodak Black and all this happening at the same time. Hopefully, this is a a great thing for hip hop. And then you know, these two individuals in particular can grow and be legends. So, ah, uh, I just want to see them be legendary. You know what I'm saying? I just want to see these two individuals get legendary, get old in this industry, and make a great impact. So, shout out to Bobby Schmurda. Um. Next, we're going to talk about another New York native, Benzino. You know what I'm saying? He was the head of the Source magazine, I think owner as well. Uh, and his daughter, Coy Leroy. Did you guys see her comments about her dad? I was informed. I'm going to start first because Rich might go in. Uh-huh. Let, me kick down, let me kick down the door, Rich. Yeah. You um, sound very ungrateful. You know, from, mm. from what I've been told, you just sound ungrateful dog. like you don't know your situation you legit, straight up and i'm not saying you legit like your age i'm saying your mentality is legit bro like, you talking talk you 15 14 bro like anybody who's who been through some type of hardship will tell you dog like the fact that you, your dad is in your life is already a lot but you're not gonna look at it from that way because you, you were born privileged and there's nothing wrong with that but at the same time that doesn't give you the right to say whatever you want to say. You still got to respect the person who put you in that position in the first place. You know what I mean? Man. So you just sound like a jit, bro. And now I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm, I'm gonna let Rich take over. You feel me? Go ahead. All right, all right. Let me get. Let me get. Let me get a chief. Let me get a chief. Um, what I gotta say? Let me. I'm gonna try to start off nice. But first of all, little girl, I heard about you <laughs> about a year, a year ago, a year and a half ago, two years maybe. I seen you on the DJ Small interview, and the only reason why I clicked the interview, cause I didn't even know who you was. You was cute, but I'm like, you look like a shit. Just cause it said Benzino's daughter, I clicked it. I clicked it just cause it said Benzino's daughter. You got that much leeway, niggas will get to, niggas would, would like to know who you are just cause of your father. You is that nigga's nuts. <laughs> hey, I need to save. I need to. I need to save that clip and play for <laughs> for major lyric. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut that. <laughs> you this nigga nut. Facts. No, for real though. But do you understand? Like, I, I, I'm not. I'm really not trying to be harsh. It's just like I really felt bad for Benzino when I seen that. Cause I'm like, yo, I clicked that little girl's video just cause it said Benzino's daughter. So it's like, you gotta put respect on that nigga's name. Cause your pop got the biggest hits in the world for the, for the no, no. But was, was Soros doing this shit in the 90s? Hell yeah. Was he behind that? Yes. 
So put respect on that nigga name, man. That's it. Exactly. Put respect on your daddy name, man. I can't say nothing else. You know what I'm saying? Benzino's like, man, my two sons, or I think he said two sons, or, yeah, two sons, uh, they never act like this or whatever the case is that she's saying, like, I don't know what, like, you know, not saying that she's raising a mansion that means anything, but I mean, I mean, you have a dad in the field you want to be. It's not like you're trying to be a tennis player or something. You're, you're, you want to be in entertainment. Your dad has a reputation in entertainment already. And then you was born into that. And not to mention, let's not even talk about your let's talk about your living circumstances. Yes, you was in a mansion and stuff. That don't mean you should you wouldn't have a bad childhood or you know what I'm saying? Uh feel like you're missing some things. Maybe you didn't see him as much as you wanted to see him. Who knows? And maybe you want it causes you to want to rebel. Maybe, you know what I'm saying? Maybe that's that's a part he, of the case. He was but, there. but at the end of the he day, there. but at the end of the day, this dude had you in a mansion. You feel me? Where you where you had ac- access to everything you have right now in your career you're talented you know say at the end of the day she's talented she made her own way you know say because you know a lot of people can still know a family member or have someone famous in their family not make it you know what i'm saying that, that happens a lot she has true Thanks. talent Thanks. but you know what I'm saying you have to think about it like this then you have to think about it like this <laughs> but even that right even though if he didn't help you financially <clears throat> even if he didn't help you financially right you still his nut he pretty much gave you that talent so whatever yeah, talent you, you. He gave thank you the talent. He gave you the talent too. He gave you the Break it down to the science. Break it down to the science. You feel me? Hey, 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 y'all boy, you remember I was telling you, um, I was, you know, I've been smoking Gary Payton, and I've been watching a lot of um Gary Payton videos just because I've been smoking that type of stuff. Yeah, that dude, you can tell he happy because he, he mentioned it three times in one sentence. <laughs> He's like, you no, know what I'm saying? You know I've been hitting that Gary Payton. Like, so, you know. He was talking uh, about it. And he was talking, he, he got a good analogy. He was like, his son his son is in the NBA. But it's like, would his son be better than his father, Gary Payton, a Hall of Famer legend? His son, I really can't remember what team his son is on. I think the Wizards, maybe. I don't know. I mean, that's, that's basketball talk. We don't want to get into that deeply. But point blank, he was saying, he was saying like, how many sons is greater than their father when they're into, you know? Point blank, she could have a better rap career than her father. Ooh, if y'all see where I'm going with that. Ooh. Corey. Coy, her name's Coy. Coy, my fault, Coy. Hold <laughs> on. Point Blank, she can have a bigger, more successful career than her father. Because her father really wasn't a great rapper like that. Okay, when you say career, uh, remember, he owned the source, Rich. True, that that was... I'm talking about rap career, my fault. Let me break it down. Yeah, because, I mean, not saying she can't be, because if you put her up there with, like, you know... Because I, I, I'm never going to say what she can do and what she cannot do. Especially when I didn't listen to her music. Now, you know, imagine she becomes a Cardi or something like that. Then it's kind of easy to say that. But let me check Benzino's net worth because, like I said, I think business deals. Mm-hmm. I think he has a lot yeah, of that business. That counts for some. And it don't matter because you know, at the end of the day, she's his DNA. So any talent, any talent she oh, okay. Based off of this, it's not going to be hard to beat him. But that's crazy. There's not he five foot two. No <laughs> <laughs> wonder she trying him, dog. That's great, dog. You still, you still can't try your old boy. Wow. Come on. Don't be, don't be trying them like that, dog. It's green. You kidding me? Nah, he really five foot two. 
Yeah. He don't look that short. Nah, 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 he's not 5'2", I'm tripping, I'm tripping, he's 5'3". Nobody <laughs> say, he don't look that uh, short. 5'3"? <laughs> <laughs> right, that, that makes a difference when you're that short, dawg. <laughs> you know he counting it. Wow. Tim's on, I'm 5'4", Blake. How tall is she? <laughs> wow. Look, man, she wouldn't have a, a career without a period. Period, period. Is music, is music good? Rich, have you heard of music? I, I Yeah, I've been digging into music. She got a um, No More Parties remix that's blowing up right now. Featuring She's taller than her dad. Wow. Not that, dog. Five degrees on our feet. <laughs> <laughs> These Probably kids are disrespectful, dog. Yo, what's to piss me off about this whole situation, right? Being a dad, dog. This is, I think, you know how you think about worst case scenarios? This is what it is. You provide for a kid, and the kid have a nerve when he get older and say, yeah, my dad used to try me. And be like, dog, what the fuck you talking about, dog? I hate this shit. This thing get me heated. And you taller than, I mean, damn, dog. That's crazy. I mean, he was going to be taller. He's taller by inch. Dog, nah, think nah, about it. You taller your old boy. Nah, he counted that inch. He counted that inch. <laughs> nah, dog. It's like, that's crazy. You gotta put the Tim's on. Dog, your daughter, your height? Think about it. My daughter taller than me? <laughs> she can, that's kind of dog. That's <laughs> crazy. Sense. That's like the, the limitless equation. Right yeah, here, dog. Right, dog. You'll be like this. You'll be looking around. You'll be like, dog, dog she could try you. And you know she'll push it there. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Because it's like, if it's his son, I'm not really worried about You know what I'm saying? But if you see a daughter who's taller than you, too, that hurts. That hurts. That's some that hurtful hurts. shit, dog. Wow. And it's not like she played volleyball or something. You feel me? Like, she's not tall. Like, she's not even tall. That's athletic. the sad part. She's she not tall. Regular. <laughs> <laughs> she's just tall. Like, you'd be like, I'm not She's she pretty much short, but she's not tiny, but she's short. Like, you know, she's 5'4", it's like short. But it's close to average height. But it's like, damn, dog, like 5'3? I ain't know Benzino was that short, dog. Man, that's like 12 years old, dog. Like, damn, kid. Nah, that was taller than that when I was 20. This dude was my height, like, when I was in third grade. I was talking to him, I was talking to him. Come on, like, come on. <laughs> Seven years old. Come on. Like, <laughs> I was Benzino height when I was seven. That's disrespectful, dog. I don't know why. Listen, that's fucked up because we shouldn't be doing this, dog. Because remember, uh, the shortest thing is in death row, dog. They take out like 90% of death row, so we got to chill. That, that, boy, that boy Rich, he ain't worried about us. That boy Rich, like, he made it. He, he worked, you feel me? I didn't know he was that short. The thing is, it don't have nothing to do with his success. It's just so perplexing us because we never thought he was this short. I thought he was wow. like five seven. I didn't five, think we were gonna talk about this at all. I thought I didn't think he was like five seven. I knew he was short, but I didn't think he was tiny. Like, damn, five three, five three. No, it's crazy. This, this got me looking up people's heights because I never thought about rappers' height. Well, Lil Wayne's short I, as hell. Yeah, I know that. I've been through that, but I never thought of talking about what, what height Pop was. Tupac was five nine. That's not bad. Exactly. Yeah. That makes sense. How, how tall is Biggie? 6'2". Six, six, that nigga go big, dog. That's a big motherfucker, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know he was 6'2". 
God yeah, damn. Yeah, he was, he was a big Shot, Hey, shot the Easy E was 5'3". So, Benzino understand how easy he feels. Oh, that makes you feel better. That actually makes you feel better. We can end that yeah. though. We'll end it that note. We'll end it <laughs> that's cool. Easy. We knew Easy was short, but that's fine. That's actually cool. Easy had a lot of personality, though. All right, right, so so um, next up, Rock Kim and Ghostface. Rick One versus <laughs> Rick One. Rick Cross. Damn, I fucked it up. I was trying to be cool. Rick Cross, <laughs> Ghostface. <laughs> Rock Kim um, versus. Oh my Rick gosh. Rock Kim. I'm over here trying to read the chat. I should have gone off my with my soul. You feel me? Next oh time I'll go, I'll go that way. The Chef versus uh, Ghostface. <laughs> <laughs> that got me going, dog. I think you might rock him big against Ghostface. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the thing is with me, right? What they should they should have done? Action Bronson. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's what I was gonna say too. That's funny as hell. I don't see. Listen, I put it this way: I don't see a battle with Ghostface, and it's not going south. Like if you're not Raekwon, like if you're not Raekwon, I don't see the battle mm. not going south. Like I feel like Ghostface is gonna get pissed off at some shit. And Ghostface is like, you know, Ghostface is one of them dudes like DMX who don't, he's not really scared to try you, like in front of everybody. He don't really care. I don't feel That's like, true. you know what I'm saying? So I think, unless it's a Wu Tang member, I think it, this shit will get spicy if, if it was Ghostface. But uh, who I think will win? Um, I, I, I know who I'm rooting for. I'm rooting for Raekwon. I'm rooting for, I'm rooting for Raekwon. Okay. I'm rooting um, for him. Rich, I'm not going to even lie. I didn't know about this battle until today. Mm, but Ghostface perfect. versus Raekwon. I think Ghostface is going to win, but I think I'm rooting for Raekwondo. That's my guy. That's the one I'm sticking with. That's me. Uh, whatever. When did you lose or draw? I'm sticking with Raekwon point blank, period. I think it's, he could win, though. Oh, uh, it's like... Because I think Raekwon more of a thinker, though. You know what I'm saying? I think Raekwon is more of a thinker. Like, he'll strategize. Excuse me. I'm more of a person who thinks about, like, a lot of his strategy. Raekwon seemed to be that type of guy. I feel like they both is, though. They Wu-Tang niggas. Okay, which one is more off the handle, Raekwon or Ghostface? Off the handle, Ghostface. Yeah, that's that's Ghostface. easy, and that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm talking about. It's like, yeah, you know, Raekwon will I, think it through, but Ghostface will like, you know, he'll he'll, he'll he'll handle that shit right there. You saw what he said to Action Bronson. He'll handle that shit right there and then. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> remember when uh that dude, remember the dude Screlly tried to threaten Ghostface? Ghostface went ham on him too. That's what I'm saying. Raekwon wouldn't have really did all that shit. Raekwon wouldn't have done all that. Where's calling him like a thinker. Yeah, he's a thinker. He is. I'm saying he's a thinker. But you see what I'm saying? Now I'm not talking about lyrically. Now lyrically, Ghostface and Raekwon is like, dog. They're the duo. Like they're like yeah, so they close beast. to each yeah. other. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? They beast, dog. I never questioned that. But I'm saying like, you know, uh, Ghostface look like he'll do something to you right now, rather than like, you know, Raekwon's gonna look at everything and analyze everything and then make his decision. So that's why I fuck with him. I, I'm rooting for Raekwon. What about you, Rich? Uh, I got Raekwon. What? Wow. Interesting. Why you pick him over uh, Ghostface? <laughs> <laughs> they both nice. It's just mm-hmm. kids. Just, I feel like Raekwon got more more harder verses than Ghostface. Mm-hmm. Honestly, mm-hmm. is it about verses or songs though? Yeah, it's different, dog. How you gonna do a nigga back like that? No. Remember you remember that song? <laughs> All right, I, I, I think y'all know who I'm going for. Ghostface. Yeah, right? yeah. Come on. <laughs> it Look, makes sense. Bro, Ghostface got all the He got more hits. He got more hits, yeah. He got the girl songs, bro. When you have, like, he got that song with Neil. I still, I don't, I don't know the name, but I remember that song, bro. Hold up. Like, You're telling me that Raekwon don't have the girl songs? <laughs> not, not like Ghostface. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't. 
<laughs> he got some songs, you feel me, but not like Ghostface. Ghostface is known for that. He's kind of like Method Man with the girl songs, you feel me? Like, <laughs> yeah, I would agree. He had a couple classics, you feel me? And you, and you say, oh, I'm a dude, I'm not going to like that song. That's a song, though. No, you got to hear Ghostface, dog. Bye. Ghostface disrespectful Bye. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I love Ghostface. He's disrespectful all the time. Nah, I like, I, I, I like, uh, you know, Ray Crom more, you feel me, but... Ghostface gonna win, dog. Like I know, I, if you're going by hits, but you yeah, can't okay. do that because it's easy. Yeah, I'll give it to Ghostface. You know, we, we can't go by. We can't go by that, but because I'm going by Ray Kwan. Jeezy, it's that battle. I pick your Ray Kwan, dog. Go with Ray It's kind of off-putting at the same time because they're in the same crew, but it's good for the culture because, like you said, it just, you know, what I mean, they're they were the perfect duel. You feel me? Uh, is there anybody you have in mind that you think should go after them? I think this is going to be a good one. This might be on the level of X and um, Snoop if it's done right. Yeah, I I, I, I don't care about whoever goes next. I just want to see this one right now. Mm-hmm. At this moment, I'm going to just appreciate the moment. I want to see Raekwon and Ghostface. That's who I want to see right now at this moment. Because I'm excited about it. You know what I'm saying? I'm a huge Raekwon and Ghostface fan. I'm a huge Raekwon and Ghostface fan. So... I don't know, man. I know Ghostface got more hits, but at the same time, I, I chose Jada Kiss over Fabulous in their battle. And Jada Kiss, I mean, Fabulous have way more hits than Jada Kiss. Let me not say way more, but yeah, a lot more. They kind of yeah, toned it down a little more. Uh, but, you know, the verses were more fitting. And I feel like Raekwon could do some shit like that where the verses are more fitting. You feel me? So, like the structure, yeah. Yeah, like uh, the structure, depending. Because remember, and if there was one per, if there was a person to do the structure like that, which I don't know, will it be a versus? That's the first thing we should say. Will it be a versus or just a performance, pretty much? It's gonna be half and half, I think, because they have songs by themselves, but they have so many songs together. You know, one of them is gonna, one or two is gonna overlap. I mean, come on, bro. It's yeah, and if you watch the Tank documentary, they always talk about their lyrics. You know what I'm saying? They're like, oh man, he went hard when he said that. Like, they really enjoy the lyricism. So I think the, the battling component will appear. And I think, like, if it goes hip hop, if it could, like, out of any battle, if it could have been hip hop, I like the Fabulous and Jadakiss, uh, but the next one up would be Ghostface and Raekwon. I feel like, that, like, hip hop wise, if you were to judge bars, this would be one of those battles. And I'm like, I'm, that's what I'm going to go for. So I'm going to go with Raekwon. I feel like, you know, depending on the, the thing, like I said, Ghostface is, you know, if you're talking about hits for hit, you know, Ghostface. But at the same time, if you're talking about, like, you know, direct spitting bars at the person that you're rapping against, then Raekwon is just might do some Jadakiss type shit. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he just sounds so good. He'd be like, damn, it's like he's in front of you and you're talking to him. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like it might be more of a performance. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Because I know Ghostface. You know what I'm saying? Ghostface don't mind the drama. He don't care. That's true. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I think yeah. he'll be a good sport about it. I think he'll be a good sport about it. Because they always did yeah. that when they were younger. Mm-hmm. And that, that's the culture they grew up in. So, you know, it's it's fitting for them to do something like this. Yo, great documentaries out for hip-hop now. Biggie, uh, also the, what do you call it? The Wu-Tang one. Also, Hip-Hop mm-hmm. Uncovered. That's the next one. Really good one. That's a really good one with Big U, Walker's mom, uh, Walker's uncle, I believe, which is her brother. Uh, also, was it uh, Trick Trick? Yeah, Trick Trick. No, it's shit crazy, man. Really good. And they so showed like, like all, the, all the people in the background, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. And they talk about how important they were. Remember, they grew up with hip hop. Remember, they like their age group, their era. They had to grow up with hip hop, hip hop. Excuse me, hip hop. And they see this how the streets were incorporated in hip hop. 
and they were a part of that you know what I'm saying they were directly affected by that you know what I'm saying like they're the age group of those babies you know what I'm saying the hip hop when it first create was created to now they're the age group of that you know what I'm saying so it's crazy and their perspective and how much the streets do play a role and how like the check in type situation ain't really something to be disrespectful it's more like you know if you know somebody in the era so they can give you a heads up of how everything worked that's who you go to you know what I'm saying if you go to Miami you know what I'm saying if you, if you go to Miami and you have a homeboy from uh, fucking Texas or some shit, right? And he hits you up. You're like, how they do things in Miami? That's it. It's like that type of situation. And you show yeah, love. because every, everybody has their own way of doing things. And if you're not from there, they're easily going to see that you're not from there. You feel me? Based on how you interact with other people. So you always want to have uh, a guy. You don't go to a foreign country and not have a guy. You feel me? Uh, Hell, I feel like facts. I, I, I agree with you, dog. How do you feel about the um, the documentaries coming out? Have you seen uh, the Biggie documentary, uh, Rich? One second, my fault. I'll give me a second. Hey, Rich, you hear us? Check your thing. It might be on mute. Yeah, uh, it said muted earlier. Just now. Yeah, there you go. Yo. Yeah. Did you yeah, see have Biggie? You, have you seen... The documentaries as far as like the Biggie one or any of the ones that the Wu-Tang one that came out? Nah, I haven't. Okay. Is it already out? Yeah, all these are out already. They're in different um, you know, platforms, but yeah, they're out. I believe the Biggie one's on Netflix. Uh, I was you seen that, right? platform they on. Yeah, the Biggie one I think came out on Netflix. And they have the YouTube, they have the Wu Tang one on YouTube. They have um, the parts of it, uh, like four mm-hmm. parts. I'm not sure if that's the whole thing, but I think it's a series. But it's four parts, and I said it to the chat. You know, say so check that out, man. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's pretty dope, though, man. But what was the next topic? Yeah. Uh, title sell, title majority sold to, uh, to Square. So it's yes. a Jay Z topic. Take it away, Sensei. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, my correspondence. Um, so as far as this situation, right, I've been reading on it. And, you know, I've been watching Jay-Z's moves because he hasn't stopped since he he didn't really retired from rap. But, you know, he took a chill pill on rap and started focusing on business. And he just keep moving. He keeps, he keeps going and going. He got his sports company. He got, you know, Rock Nation from Live Nation. He was president of Def Jam and built a team that he used for Rock Nation and then also like you know he keep he keep like just evolving and trying to do it on his own like you know he'll learn it and then build a team around it and then go do it you feel me and just go straight forward so in this case i was wondering why i'm like yeah why would he sell a certain stake because remember there's other artists who own stakes in title as well but he was the majority holder uh but i'm not sure if he sold all his stakes you know what i'm saying but the majority holder usually hold 51 percent but maybe who knows it was 48 40 but it said it was like around 300 million or close to it and but the thing is he gets to be on the board for you know it was sold to square you know the people who own cash app and all that you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and yeah so he's able to be in the board with them so that's coming up with technology that will help pay artists so i think that's what he's aiming for right now he, so he could try to help title incorporate ways that the artists can get paid and uh somehow use the technology from squarespace you know say to do so so now he's kind of creating like an independent or helping to create an independent platform and also he has another platform himself 
that he wanted to open up where you start credit building using your bills like Netflix and everything like that. Now you can do it on your credit report. I think like uh, creditreport.com does it now or whatever, one of the websites. But now he's going to build an app where you can add those bills that you pay that they usually don't put on your credit report and put it on there. So if you pay Netflix every month, that'll go on your credit report and raise your score. If you pay your card note, your insurance or something, you put that up, that'll go on your credit score, which is a big thing. You know what I'm saying? That will raise your credit score substantially, which before they never factored. Like if they're going to factor all your expenses, they might as well factor that as well. You know what I'm saying? So that will help build up your credit score. And then I noticed, I'm like, yo, with Square partnering with Square and knowing what's going on with the board and he probably owns stakes in Square and everything like that because you know that's a part of the deal I think he owns certain uh, uh, a certain stake in Square now like you know they gave him stock you feel me from Square you know that's a tech company that's Square you know everybody know Cash App everybody use that so I think it's really I don't know I'm really impressed so far because I know he's trying to go into certain industries he's trying to go into the weed industry try to do a big there you already invested a lot of money there and that's gonna return dog that's like almost a guarantee return damn near uh and then he's trying to get like people like the everyday person not really everyday person but people who interested in you know making a dispensary or whatever like that uh build a structure where there it's an easier process for them to get it you know film you feel me and then and then use it his reputation or maybe his business maybe he gets approved and he's able to have people work as a franchise maybe or you never know like i don't know how it's gonna work technically because he's still figuring it out but he's gonna do that and then um cause other people to open up dispensaries at a much easier way because if you know even if you have the money it's hard to get into the weed business and stuff so he's trying to make it easier because he he feels like there's a blockade and he really saying specifically people of color but you know anyone pretty much but mainly people of color he's aiming for he feel like you know when you leave it into someone else's decision to make it for you, they get cut off a lot. You know what I'm saying? They get they don't take part. So he's she's trying to make it a fair game for everyone. You know what I'm saying? To come in, they can handle it. And even people who got arrested for non-violent uh, offenses, like drug offenses or whatnot, to be able to uh, get into a part of the business if it's not too crazy. Like if you ain't pistol with nobody, did nothing crazy, maybe got caught with a little bit of weed or something. People with those little charges, you know can be able can be reinstated and able to uh you know open up their own dispensary because think about it they're pretty much experts they just got caught in the wrong time wrong place wrong time that's pretty much what it is because now they could be you know multi-millionaires or back then they could just like you know saying just been at the wrong place at the wrong time so yeah that's what he's working on so just seeing all this form together i have a better understanding about like what he's trying to do he's trying to get into the tech space and he's trying to get to the weed space he's saying the sports agency you know he's doing a lot man how do you feel about him selling um part of his um share to somebody who's black or a minority like does that affect your opinion on it uh not really because it's because uh, the thing is he still gave other artists independence like you know now that guy might own the majority stake because the thing is one thing i don't know is who owns what or what's the stakes in the company now, say if Nicki Minaj, you know, remember all these artists that were signed. Remember, those people weren't. Uh, there were some people who wasn't black on, on, on the uh, on the title stakeholders. You know, so as far as the part uh, title shareholders, excuse me, they weren't like all black and stuff. But say, uh, let's say Madonna, Nicki Minaj, Beyonce, etc., Count Kanye West, etc., etc. Let's say they own a certain shares, right? Amount of shares. If they decide to come together and they own a majority, you know what I'm saying? Maybe. 
he himself, maybe one guy that the guy he sold it to owns 35% or 40%, right? And compared to like what the artists own, then the artists come together to make a decision over him. They can still do that. You feel me? So I don't know the share stake. So I'm just thinking like, you know, the artists together probably own a, a bigger share than the, the guy he sold it to. You feel me? Who's the who's the head of um, Square? You know what I'm saying? But let's say it's not, right? Let's say it's not. Let's say the dude owned 51%. You feel me? And then even with the artists uh, put their shares together, it's only up to 49%, right? Uh, Jay-Z still got stakes in his company, Square. You feel me? He took, uh, you know, he, he decided to go in the tech field. He decided to go into the finance you know now with bitcoin think about this with bitcoin and all that stuff booming and you know cash app sells bitcoin and everything like that he decides to go in the boardroom with these dudes because now he's gonna know what these dudes are talking about and how they make their money you feel me and he's gonna work with them because they seem to have a good relationship and now don't forget man wait to the next thing i attach chief all right you follow me this is the next thing i attach mm -hmm. joe buddy remember who he's uh, sponsored by cash app and patreon Joe Budden already mentions that right now he's kind of working with Jay-Z. Not saying like, you know, Jay-Z put him on title or anything like that to, to do the podcast. Maybe because he knew he was going to sell it. But he's, he still says that he talks with Jay-Z now. Like they, tag, they text back and forth here and there. You feel me? So maybe Jay-Z got him that sponsorship from Cash App. You know, through Mall or something like that. Or, you know, you probably just had a personal relationship with him. Is it just a coincidence that he got the Cash App, you know, say sponsorship? Is it a coincidence that this stuff happens? You know what I'm saying? He putting people on at the same time he owns he owns stock in Cash App. It's not like he sold it and didn't get nothing in return. He owns it and then at the same time, you know, Spotify owns the majority of the market. He probably was like, yo, all the energy I put to maintain title as a streaming service takes so much more energy than if I decide to go to another field and if I put my energy there, like say if he goes to the weed, you know what I'm saying? And the distribution field, right? Uh, that's gonna make him a lot more money. So that's how I saw it. I'm like, it's not like he's jumping off one field, selling it, and never doing something else bigger. He is jumping on the board right now. He's on the board of Square, and that's big because now you're learning the things that they don't tell people how they make their money. Because remember, they got a stronghold, and remember, they're the first, like one of the first apps where you can just transfer money easily. They're one of the first apps, and they got the stronghold in in that space you feel me so now he's going to be a part of that board and one thing he's famous for is working with others right just like he worked with sprint he, he's good at working with others learning what they do and then finding a business model for it. he don't just go places not to go places he don't ask just to go to the board just to ask to go to the board he's going to go there and learn Cause remember who put who made this point too joe budden made the point he was like yo like when he wanted to go to spotify he asked them to be a part of the board they said no you feel me? He's like, I want to see how much. His his question right now is how much each stream is worth. And Jay Z already know the answer because he said he went up to Jay Z, he asked him. And Jay Z was like, Why would I tell you that? <laughs> and that's the and that's the point. You feel me? It's like when you're in the board, right? You know the answers to those questions that you're at. You want to ask. Remember, they have the majority market share. I'm the first one here. I'm the, I've been working on this. No one knows more knowledge than me about this situation. You know what I'm saying? No one knows more than me in, about this situation. And now you're talking about somebody who sells Bitcoin. Who's probably going to be, you know what I'm saying? They're big players in the Bitcoin because they're kind of early to, you know, uh, <clears throat> put a stamp on Bitcoin. You know what I'm saying? To kind of put some, you know, notoriety to Bitcoin. Uh, Cash App, you know, first they're doing it and now everyone else is kind of doing it. Because they were like one of the first official people doing it. You feel me? You know, Bitcoin back then was like, uh, it might be sketchy. You know what I'm saying? You might be like, uh, I don't know. But now, you see it on all these apps now. And that was after Cash App did it. You feel me? So. Yeah, okay. Okay. So it sounds like you definitely agree with his moves. 
so far? Because it sounds like you've been following him and you see the business side of it. You're not really seeing it from an emotional perspective. Because most people, like, straightforward. Yo, he sold this shit to a white man. Like, he's selling out. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. In, um, business, in business, you have to break bread with people in order for them to trust you. So that could easily be part of the deal. You want to be on the board, sell part of your share for X amount of years, because it's something they do, so and then we'll sell it back to you after these years. It's like a trust, you feel me? If you, if you want us to trust you, put your money on the line, because at the end of the day, when you're that high up, you, you want to you wanna, uh, prove yourself, you feel me? And I think Jay-Z's making the proper moves that we're not going to see until maybe five, six years later, you feel me? And, any businessman, that's how they work. They're already making moves ahead of time. That's the way he's written. That being said, uh, Rich, do you have an opinion as far as him? Do you feel like he sold out because he sold um, a majority or part of his stock to a, a white man? Yeah, and that's the next thing. I wanted to just jump in right quick. We don't know how much it's sold because they said majority. He could still own 10% and then the other artists own this and that. And with his percentage and the artist percentage, they're the majority. If you're talking about the single person majority, then you know that guy has it. You feel he might have the thirty-five percent. Sensei, you're again, you're going off of a non-emotional opinion. I'm letting you know people are emotional when they hear things like this because they they go off the you know they yeah. go off the headline. You feel me? Like Chief got a good point. Like he got a real valid point. Because when I, I I was watching academics on what's what's popping right now. That's Twitch. She was on Twitch. She was talking. And he was like, oh, Jay-Z sold out to the white man. And I'm listening. I'm listening. Ten minutes. I'm, I'm listening. I'm like, damn. He, he kind of did, dog. Because, you know, he was like, he was talking about, like, how Jay-Z talking about title. Oh, come, come to title as a black man. Own your stuff. Own your stuff. Academics was like, okay, you talk all that stuff, all that black man, black power, black power stuff, but you sell to a white man. So I was, you know, I was leading towards academics a little bit until I, I heard folk talk about it because I'm like, you know, he's a big Jay-Z fan. I'm like, he he, he gonna probably, probably know some more stuff that academics definitely don't know. Yeah, you don't and know, want the attention anyway. So, of course, that's his job. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Folks gonna say the negative. Because what, what sells, what, what brings attention? The negative. That's true. That's yeah, 100%. I, I, I think I think even in business, especially in business, um, it's not it's not really about who owns it. It's about you having the ability to create your own. And I think that's it goes back to the uh, same point where he's thinking about the big picture. Yeah. Uh, first of first of all, people, if you're talking quality, stop worrying about race. Worry about money. What are you guys getting paid? Who cares about the owner? Who cares about this and that? What are you getting paid? What, what, what? Cause that's gonna create more opportunities for you to either invest in yourself and live a good life, or invest in a, in a business and then take a risk and then live, live a, a different path. But the point is, you you get a choice. You feel me? And a lot of us don't get choices. You know, there's a lot of people out here. How many people you know that damn they got some talent, but they don't have the the money or they don't have the the motivation Lots. to do it? A lot, nigga. A lot. So that's what you want to do. You want you want to spark the idea. You feel me? Word to Nipsey. You want to spark that idea. You want to you want to spark because influence will take you fur, further in life than, than negativity. You feel me? Yeah, but, but you know. And then and the only thing I gotta say to you know as far as like you know when people have an emotional response, you know they, they people can feel the way they want to feel. But the good example is right. Remember, 
Jay-Z, this is a good example because they said the same thing with Jay-Z, of course, with the NFL thing. But the first time it happened is, remember, he sold his share from the Brooklyn Nets, right? But he still kept his seat. He kept his, like, his, you know, his courtside seats and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? But he sold his share. And remember, he built, he put the stadium there. He got it built there. He felt it was a a childhood dream. But what he did next, remember, he owned a sports agency (laughs) right after, immediately after he did that, right? He went and built Rock Nation Sports where he signed Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, just a couple of there. You know what I'm saying? So that just lets you know, it's like, you know, the guy keeps moving forward. And there's a bigger plan behind all of this stuff. You feel me? He even said it in the rap with Nipsey Hussle. You feel me? He said it. You know what I'm saying? One day I have to pay for these balls because he's doing it so big. You know what I'm saying? He said, I'm not going to stop. You know what I'm saying? He said, I'm trying to save all my little money up and he's trying to do bigger things with it. Uh, but as far as emotional response, I understand. You know what I'm saying? And I understand it. And the thing is, uh, number one, we don't know what was sold. Like, you know, imagine if you have, uh, Chief, you have 30% and I have uh, 29%. You're still like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're still the majority holder. And that's what I'm saying. And now, uh, put it this way. But guess what? Your brother, Rich, got 10%, 10%. You want to see what that means? We can we can overthrow anybody we want because it's a vote with the board. You feel me? All of us can come together and overthrow the person. If we feel all of that person who's, who has the, stakeho- the, as the stakeholder is not doing their job. You feel me? We can come together and make that decision. And that's what the thing. I'm saying, you know, for some people who just want to read it and maybe don't understand business, you feel me? We got to understand. We don't even know the details behind it. The real details. And I doubt that it's a 51% stake. Remember, Sprint owns part of it. I, I doubt it's a 51% stake. So even let's say if Sprint doesn't fuck with it, right? They can go with the artist and they have majority. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's crazy because he already sold part of it to Sprint. You feel me? Already. But it wasn't majority. It was uh, like, you know, probably like 40%, maybe 49. Who knows? <clears throat> we don't know the numbers. But I'm pretty sure he still owns some percentage in it. But he got stock in Square. Hey, I ain't mad about that, dog. You got some stock in Square? You know what I'm saying? Hey. And it's up to $300 million And, you know, that's a tough space, man. Like, you know, motherfucking Swedish or somebody try to, try to like, sue or something like that. Like, you know, I don't know that streaming stress. You know what I'm saying? That streaming stress is a, probably a whole nother stress level. You feel me? He probably feel like he could put energy somewhere else and do something bigger. But he already had a plan laid out, dog. Just look. Just do the research and you'll see. Because I'm the first person to say That's the first thing I said You know what I'm saying My body here Yeah my bad You feel me But uh Yeah Uh let's see what we can talk about I mean just to touch on quickly You know what I'm saying Because I definitely want to get on this top 5 Miami artists Uh y'all want to talk about Y'all heard about The The Swag Uh Swag the Narrow situation Not really yeah. situation The interview Yeah I watched it yeah, man, what you thought? What's your thoughts on it? Swag De Niro is Lil JoJo's brother, guys. A Chicago artist who was slaying down. But yeah, what you thought about the whole interview? He had a lot to say. I thought it was entertaining. Like, obviously, he's still holding that grudge against Little Reese. Obviously, he's, he's, he's not going to like that side. Never. Ever. Like, him, him and BDs, he, he don't fuck with BDs, period. That's what I got from that interview. Any new information that you didn't know that he brought about? Oh, the, Jojo wasn't shot on a bike, and that's kind of hard to believe. Like, cause I don't know, maybe that's a story niggas heard for years, and they just like it just, you know, just we just believe that. Like, oh, he was shot on the bike. Like, I don't know. 
Like, I, for some reason, I still want to run with the... I, I don't want to run with it, period, because JoJo was legendary. I wish he was here. Mm-hmm. He would be killing shit. But it's like, that's the story. I just want to be like, all right, he, he was trying to run. He was doing something. Like, he was trying to get away. But I, I guess I kind of want to leave with that. He was trying to get away from the ops on a bike. But I feel like any nigga get caught sipping on a bike. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, man. He t- yeah, when he t- when he touched on that, and he also talked about the little resituation, like he not scared of fire. Because the only reason why I looked it up because somebody mentioned it on online. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. I said they still doing this. And I looked back, and I was like, oh, swag. Hey, he was going in. He was like, dog, beat his ass. <laughs> and I was like, dog. It was supposed like- to be a boxing fight with a whole a, a couple of Chicago rappers that don't like each other, like a, a BD versus Black Gate Benzo. Versus Ruga, <clears throat> that was supposed to happen. Oh damn! Uh, yeah, Blackgate's a BD, Ruga's a GD, FBG Duck cousin, or you know, you know, rest up Duck. That was supposed to happen, but I haven't heard nothing about that in two weeks. When I think about it, it's like the talk kind of died down. So yeah. I guess that's why Swag brought it up. I don't know, man. I think Swag would win. <laughs> There's no way he could lose. <laughs> yeah, I definitely put my money on him. He looks like he's in way better shape, especially yeah. since Reese got shot and shit. I mean, come on, bro, who didn't care anybody? On top of that, film. Yes. Yeah, it's crazy because he was like, "Yo, I'll wait for him to get all healed up and shit." He said, "I'll fuck that bro. He said, "I'll fuck him up." Now. He was like, "Damn." Well, I'm punching, I'll punch you right where you got shot. Straight to that. Like where you got shot at? Are you that? Nigga, punch his back. <laughs> okay. Alright, that's not right. That's not good. Alright, let's see what we have. Dog with Vinny Gibbs. That's not important. That's not important. That's not important. Alright, top five Miami artists. Alright, guys. Drum roll. Alright. Who should start this off? Oh, I'm going to start it off. So, my top five is. Nah, I ain't going to start it off. Rich, you start it off. Trick Daddy. Okay. Trick Money. Okay. No, 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 you got no, no. When you go down the list, you got to say why. Why? Mm-hmm. Trick, trick is just Miami. Period, dog. The first, I must, I think he was the first Miami artist to go platinum. You oh, feel me? Luke didn't go platinum. What happened? Luke didn't go platinum. JT? Nah, Luke. I'm damn. You, you right. You right. No, I don't know if he went platinum. I'm just asking. I, I, I honestly don't know, but. When I think about it, I never heard, you know, I think I would have heard, heard, heard about Luke if he went platinum, but I'm about to check it up right now, because mm-hmm. that, that'll be interesting. Well, yeah, continue. Just point blank, yeah. Treat Daddy, JT Money, I, okay, I do, you definitely got to respect Luke. Uh, yeah, Luke. Luke number three. Yeah, but you don't <laughs> listen to you, Luke. That's all we say. We don't like you can't listen to Luke like twenty four seven. Yeah. boy. <laughs> like this. Like every time you go to work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, boy, you drop that. Down, bro. <laughs> See, I'm in the shower. <laughs> you feel me? Miami niggas want to dance all the time. Nah, but he's all, he's a respectable <laughs> mention. Like, uh, yeah, he's he's up there. But I'm talking about people you kind of like listening to as well. Yeah, damn. Hey, 
Yeah, what about you, Chief? Yeah, what about you, Chief? All right, my, I'm top five. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say Trick Daddy because we all, he's just, he don't count. <laughs> you feel me? Uh-huh. Um, my first one is Uncle Luke. You feel me? Because my childhood was nothing but Uncle Luke. You feel me? Like, as far as, like, the, the party hits and all that, yep. like, I heard all that on the radio. You know, even if you go to a Spanish party, no matter what type of party you go, you're going to hear one of his songs, you feel me? So I definitely got to put him. After him, I got to put Ross. I mean, Ross did so much for me. I know he probably wasn't born here or whatever, but, you know, like I said earlier, we embrace people who grew up here. And if we, if we fuck with you, we fuck with you. We definitely fuck with Ross. He definitely did a lot for Miami as far as letting people know where he's from and letting people know that the culture down here is different. Number one is Denzel Curry, another dude. Ah, okay. He represents the younger generation, but still has like an older mindset. And he also makes like good, different music. He don't try to be like everybody else. He doesn't really feel like a Miami artist, but at the same time, he has the um, the slang to, to make to let you know that he's a Miami artist. Uh, fourth one, now you know I wanted to pick a pop artist, so I'm gonna go with Flow Rider. Um, first, I'm gonna this off air. You feel me? Um. Like, Flo Rider kind of shouldn't be in here, but I feel like because he's our Akon, if you really think mm-hmm. about it. I That's feel true. like yeah, he does it you big. Know what I mean, like, real big. You know, he made everybody, he introduced that type of music to other people who would never listen to that type of music, period. Mm-hmm. He's able to, he, he's marketable. That's the word. Marketable, but he's still representing Florida, you feel me? So, I mean, it's in his name, bro. So. Uh, last one, I had to go with a queen, you feel me, so treating all day, Trio 5, you feel me, like, if you can't mention um, music in Miami without talking about Trina at some point, you feel me, like, she's uh, the definition of a bad chick, you feel me, I ain't gonna say the B word, you feel me, I'm trying to act, but, you know, she, whenever you growing up, you, you thought of Trina, you're like, yo, she's the one, on top of that, she had the, the music ability to, to hold her own, you feel me, so, that's my top five, what about you, something? Uh, me pretty much people who rep Miami lived in Miami you know what I'm saying cause it's gonna be tough when you said like born and stuff like that you know what I'm saying so as far as me of course I'm gonna start off with and this ain't in the particular order honorable mention Luke but I'm not putting Luke on this list but he's honorable mention because I feel like he's automatically there gotta respect Luke, I think he's automatically there, but I'm talking about people, you know, probably I listened to growing up, you know, Luke was one of them, you know what, Luke, Rick Ross, uh, DJ Chipman, I gotta put DJ Chipman, point blank period, um, Trick Daddy, Trick Mm -hmm. Daddy, and then, you know, uh, this one was kind of tough because, you know, I told you about the Flow Riders, the Pitbulls, you know, shout Mm -hmm. out to them, you feel me, but, uh, I don't know. I, I did. I was like Tr- Trina supposed to be on the list. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Trina supposed to be on the list, but like I said, she she did some shit like last year, and I was like, nah, I'm good. Like you know, right now, how I felt about Trina kind of changed up a little bit. You feel me? But I feel like she 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 still has a good heart and everything. But I'm just not gonna put her on this goat list. You feel me? Right mm-hmm. now. But maybe uh maybe Gloria Estefan. That's the next one I'll put up. Gloria Estefan. She's a beast. She's a goat in her own right. You know what I'm saying? So that that's my list right there. Shout okay. Out. But it was supposed to be Trina, technically. You know what I'm saying? It was gonna be Trina. But like she I said, lost spot. yeah, she did like two incidences last year, and I was like, come on, man. Like, kind of deterred me a little bit. But her impact, 
Uh, she's supposed to be on the list, but I'm gonna put Gloria Estefan on that part. Mm. But my honorable mention, Pitbull and Flo Rida. I love them too. I got to see them uh, in concert and in person. You know what I'm saying? So I'm happy. So I'm happy yeah, I, I, I see them. Pitbull and Kyocho. So yeah, but I just remember every cool. time I just remember when Gloria Estefan used to always perform in Miami. It used to always be a big event. I'm like, damn, dog! Like, every time she performs, I hear about it in the damn news. Like you know, so I was like, oh yeah, Gloria Estefan, American Airlines Arena, and then the old arena. Remember the old arena? Yeah, I remember. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, dog. Dog, it was like, yo, Gloria Estefan. They used to have the big banners up, and I'm like, God, Lee, dog. They love this lady, man, for real. So sorry to go to Oh, Ball Greasy. Yeah, dog. Ball Greasy. Uh, who else we missing? We got some more. That's who I was going to say. Who's the other ones? Uh, Ball Greasy. Iceberg, of course. Iceberg. Wow. Iceberg. You know what? Billy Blue. I want Iceberg. Uh, oh, Billy Blue. Billy Blue, my nigga. Yeah, man. Briscoe before he got robbed. Briscoe. Yeah, Briscoe. Yeah. Damn. I think Berg would be on my list, honestly. Number five, Berg. Take out Gloria Estefan, put Berg. Berg. Put Berg on my number five on my list. Facts. Because there's impactful, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, Berg ran an era too, dog. He ran a good, like, he ran a good era, dog. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, he did, kid. When I was in Job Corps, 09. Oh, you already know. I thought Berg was gonna blow. Yeah. Yeah. You feel me? That, he was at his peak to yeah. me. Yeah, he was. And he had great marketing and he had the hey, like, everything. Yeah, they had it. He had it. And you know, for someone like us, I, he had haters. You know, people I knew went to school with him and he was hating on him. Dude was like, yeah, 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 he was a nerd, dog. You never fell with a, with glasses. I'm like, damn, fool. Like, nobody asked you. Nobody asked you, dog. <laughs> like, that's all you automatically hear. Yeah, no, this nigga ain't tough, man. You know, I'm like, all right, fool. Like, what the fuck? Let, let him make his music. That's it. I remember that shit all day long, dog. But yeah, man, shout out to Berg. You know what? Berg is number five on my list, honestly. And if I had to take Luke out, what I would I put there? Um, I, I mean, Luke gotta be on there, man. It's Luke, Trick, Rick Ross, DJ Chip, man, Berg. I'm happy. Bizzle, Bizzle. All right, man. Um, yeah, shout out to Bizzle, man. You know what? I, I love Bizzle, man. Shout out to Bizzle. Hey, I man, we, we forget somebody, man. DJ Uncle Al, man. Oh man. Damn. Yeah, those parties bumping. Bro. In the 90s? Oh, man. Damn, you old, bro. <laughs> you, old, you old as dirt. That's real day county shit right there. Day county all day. Yo! <laughs> this your boy Zen Folk. I want to thank you guys for listening. Please subscribe Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, etc., etc. Oh, my fault. Also, iTunes. Let me not forget that. Uh, please subscribe, comment, and you know uh, it's it's blowing up, man. It's it's getting greater. You know, say it don't get it, it only gets greater later. You know, what I'm saying it only gets greater later. You feel me? My fault. We didn't do our quotes, right? My fault. What quotes y'all got, man? My bad. My bad, listeners. We about to give, drop this jewel, right? We're gonna give, we're gonna drop this jewel and then continue on. Who wanna start? I mine, but I'm yeah, I'm gonna go last. You feel me? Okay, this is one I wrote down today. You feel me? Uh, I said, does God bless us or does he pick who's fitting for the position? You feel me? That's what I was thinking. Though. I was like, think about it. I was like, if, why do we always think like we're special here and there? But technically, he's like, 
how anything work in life is like, you know, it has to come to you. You know how people be like, it comes to you only a few special, a few is blessed. And I'm like, is it that? Or is like, you know, the person who's there at the right time, the right place, and the position they're filling at the time. You know what I'm saying? Somebody might have all the ingredients that's fitting for the time being. Because we have a lot of people in the past who if they came out later, they would have been successful. It would probably been the biggest thing, but they just came out at the wrong time. There's a lot of people like that. They got a little bit of buzz, you know what I'm saying? But they came out like the exact timing. So I'm like, I was thinking, I was like, man. I was like, I, I said, you know what? That's what it might be. I, I don't know. I just came up with that. I was just like, damn, boo, that shit was crazy. But uh, what about you? All right, man. So I got this Tupac quote. For every dark night, there's a brighter day. That's deep, bro. Yeah. Mm, I, was I like that. What about you, Chief? Uh, Our quote is, I don't have no problems. I don't have no problems with nobody. Period. That's it. <laughs> I had no problems with let me, nobody. Let me, let me break it down for you. I'm not from that. It's just the way we live. You feel me? Like, we either have no problems or we have problems. That's it. We have no problems. There's no middle. Period. There's no middle. You wonder why we so cool and so suave? We ain't got no problems. Period. Chris <laughs> Daddy, dog. Like that's that something's that something's everything. Uh, you know what I mean? You feel that? The court. I definitely and I and I agree with that. I stamp that as well, man. So I just want to say thank you to you guys for uh for being here, to my co-hosts, to the listeners, to everyone. Uh and don't forget, it's a good day. Good day. Wow, I'm proud. I'm proud, finally. <laughs> time to get paid. Time to get paid. Time to get paid. Time to get paid. It's a good day. It's a good day. It's a good day. Every single way. Every single way. Every single way. Every single way. It's a good day. It's a good day. It's a good day. It's a good day.